0: In this episode of Mining Diamonds, we talk with CPA, real estate developer, and Money App founder, A. Donahue Baker, and rapper Vincent Brown, better known as Vin Rock, from the legendary hip-hop group Naughty By Nature. Donahue Baker knew that access to capital was an essential key to creating generational wealth for everyone, but he also knew that capital was inaccessible to many in his community. To help solve the financial literacy and wealth gaps, he started Money Ave, a digital bank that offers wealth building services in addition to traditional banking services. And he called on his friend Vin Rock for an assist by using his platform to empower the community and help shift the mindset.
1: So what we want to do is just do something different, like do something different than what's out there in the marketplace. One of the things that banks don't do is they don't show you how to build wealth, Mm -hmm. right? So what we want to do is take banking and democratize it to the point where it gives you access to capital, right? Shows you ways in which you can take $500 and make money off of it. Another thing that we do that other banks won't is for every LLC that you have we can get you $50,000 of business credit that's not attached to your personal credit profile.
0: With their combined decades of experience, Donahue and Vinrock take you through the business and finance strategies they use in their own lives while also providing a glimpse into the tactics that they teach their clients who have built successful real estate portfolios, credit lines, and have gone from thousandaires to millionaires. Many of these strategies can be instantly applied to anyone who is starting or growing their business or real estate portfolio.
1: What we do is we basically bring you through a process that gives you access to not only loans and lending, but it, it I mean, we doing stuff like we, we can do car refinance. Like if you have a, a car, same way you refinance your house, you can refinance your car, pull money out.
0: So tune in this episode, you'll learn how to transform your real estate portfolio and how the growth of the creator economy is driving major shifts in our society and economy, and why it's wise to start exploring cryptocurrency now. This is Mining Diamonds.
2: Welcome back to Mining Diamonds, where we get all in your business because we all about business. Everything from showing you the real definition of generational wealth, hit you to a little bit of financial literacy. We like to talk about people that own profitable and successful businesses, hear their whole story. I have my co-host with me, uh, Kia Starr, you know it's a Harlem thing, my brother Beef on the left side of me, and just here to work.
0: Yes sir, yes sir. And today we are happy to bring to the table uh, we got two people that one you know one is very very legendary you know and the other one is somebody that I've always known to be about his business. We have Mister A Donahue Baker and then we have the legendary Vin Rock from Naughty by Nature and it's a pleasure because we're gonna be talking about we're gonna have a really extensive conversation about businesses and growing businesses and and how to scale and everything else and especially with the focus of like real estate and. You know, I want to even talk about the real estate that's yet to come, which is the metaverse, because that's mm-hmm. something I saw that Vin is, has an interest in and uh, it's going to be a great conversation.
3: Let's get started. So, Mr. Donahue, mm-hmm. t- just give us a brief intro about, you know, who you are, how you got your start.
1: Sure, sure. So, started in the music game um, as a music producer. Um, from there, I, I had a label deal on Sony, got dropped and really pivoted towards real estate. My first purchase in real estate was a, a duplex. Lived in one side, rented out the other. And uh, today, I own over five hundred units. So my goal was literally every single year, I just wanted to double the amount of units that I owned. That's what you um, call a
3: glow up.
1: Tr- trying, Man. you know. But what what I realized <laughs> is that at that particular point in time, there was a way in which, you know, there was a there was a language. There was a certain language to making money and getting money, and. Real estate has been overlooked for so long that I was like, yo, I really had to focus on that. But rich people, wealthy people, they got a way in which they not only can make money, but they keep it, right? So I went to school. I became a CPA, had my own practice. So hold
3: on. So so is school where you learn the language of money?
1: School helped me to learn the language of money, right? Being a CPA... You got to tell them what a CPA is. CPA is a public accountant, right? A certified public accountant is a CPA. Mm -hmm. And basically... What I, what I had to practice, over 200 clients, and what I basically showed them how to do is how not only to make money, but also to shield it, protect it, invest it right, and, and using the tax laws basically allow, when you make money, to not give as much of it away to the government as possible. A lot of people in the entertainment industry, they get these big checks, but they don't really know how to keep that money. So, part of the strategy that I'd employed is that everyone should have an LLC. Everyone should have a mechanism by which you can keep some of the money that you're supposed to give to the government.
3: So when you say have an LLC, you're encouraging people to think of themselves as a business, essentially, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: You are a business. So whether your business is profitable or not, there's still a tremendous amount of tax advantages in hon- owning an LLC.
2: So why are they allowed to keep this money, per se? Well, not keep this money. Well, explain to them why you're saying they could keep this money because they really can't keep the money. But this is a way for you to hold money a little bit longer than you would have to. Right.
1: Yeah, no, nah, it's a way to keep it You know, it's a way to keep it And I'll show you exactly how Like, let's say um, you have a company Basically, the way that we tell you how to build wealth It's whatever you do Whatever you're good at You should have an LLC And under that LLC You should be living through your LLC So if you have a, a certain lifestyle If you live a certain way And it's through an LLC Everything you do becomes 100% tax write-off To a certain extent Yeah, let's just say that, you know you need to uh, travel. You know, if you travel, or if you, if I'm, for me, it was real estate. I'm look. If I'm going to another country, I'm actually looking for real estate opportunities. So my travel, my hotel. You know, my meals, all of that becomes a tax write off. Mm -hmm. So I'm living 100% through my LLC. And that is worth something. You know, it's like the money that I make, I can write it off against the profits. So that's basically what it is. That's how you keep all the money. That's what rich people do.
3: I remember years ago, like a lot of times you get a lot of information just from your friends, your peers. Mm -hmm. Like, and nowadays it's like social media, you know, like whatever you see online. But years ago, um, I was telling someone I wanted to create an LLC like I was thinking Mm. along those lines and they were like nah don't do that because you got to pay taxes or it costs too much money or you know whatever the case is so I'm like well it doesn't really cost that much to start an LLC but then they were saying like yeah but the taxes that you have to pay it's you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like I think people get a little afraid of that
1: Nah, you shouldn't be afraid of paying taxes, right? So part of, like, one of the things that I talk about is, like, the six levels to build, the six levels to get to generational wealth, right? And I'll run through them real quick. Level one is really just at a level where you can just say, look, everyone in the technology and the country that we live in, we live in the wealthiest country at the wealthiest time in human history, right? So everyone should be able to make at least $100,000 a year, right? That's, that's basically that's the bold. first- That's the first goal. So it shouldn't be no poverty existing at all. But level one is making $100,000 a year, we call that being a thousandaire, right? And you can do that a number of different ways. But at that level, you know, the next thing becomes ownership. And that's at level two, it's about how do you own, and for me it's been real estate, but it can be a company or it could be IP, it could be whatever, but you need to own something. So ownership at level two and then level three, it's really all about what we talked about with the LLC. Basically getting your personal credit to 720, locking your personal credit and living exclusively through your LLC. Now, once you do that, you get to level four. At level four, the idea is through the business that you set up. That's why it's important to have the LLC. Through that business, you rely on your business credit to really get all the financing, all the funding, all the loans, everything you need, right? So at our institution, which we'll talk more about it, you know, Money Avenue, we basically encourage people, you know, through your business, go out and get a million dollars in debt, right? A million dollars in debt that's not connected to your personal credit. Then once you do that at level five, the debt that you created becomes equity. Technically at that point, you become a millionaire. Then at level six, we got tools, Trust, things like that that you can set up to transfer that wealth that you've created to your other, so your heirs, you your generations. When and you stuff say like million
2: that. dollar debt, that's like a loan?
1: It could be a loan. It could but it's 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 debt in terms of by for me, it's been mortgages, right? So I basically set out to get a million dollars in debt through mortgages. That's right. good that's, debt. That, right?
2: That, that's that's what I want I want people to know that because when you say debt, people like how why would I so you gotta explain the debt. It's not really debt, but it is debt, right?
1: It's debt. It's a hundred percent debt, but it's good debt and it's bad debt. So when I say debt, I'm not talking about uh, going out buying cars and clothes and, and things like that. Well, PPP what would you? Loans. Yeah, we got to explain to
2: them like you, we, you, you acquired some real estate that equals a million dollars, and now you turned that into something that you switched that over to where you can keep it.
1: A hundred percent. So so Jim, it's right there. It's understanding and that's what I call the language of money. Like you can't you you can't be taking high interest rate loans and then talking about saving and saving at a low interest rate. is really a trade-off between debt. So when, when I go out and I get a, a half a million dollar loan, I'm basically buying an asset, a real estate asset that pays that half a million dollars. The tenants pay for that. And then over time, that debt turns into equity and that turns into net wealth, net worth and wealth, which we pass on to our children
2: and our heirs. So I got a question. So I got a couple couple mm-hmm. of cribs. And mm-hmm. one of them I got some money there sitting there. Mm -hmm. Some one of my dudes that do houses helped me build one of the houses. He was telling me like, "Yo, it's a lot of equity right there, right now. I don't know it's gonna be there that long, but you need to figure something out so you could kind of pull that out." So, what what would your be advice for a person, a person like myself in a situation like that that really Mm -hmm. don't know? What he means by, yo, you got the equity you need to pull it out Or or how I should pull it out Or the way to pull it out or You know what I mean? So I want to know that I know there's a lot of people also That probably have homes and don't understand What they have or what they're sitting on
1: So a lot of my approach to real estate Has really been about monthly living, cash flow, right? So I, I, I purchase real estate that pays me to own it Every single month I should be getting positive income, Mm -hmm. right? So in your situation where you have some equity, you know, that's good, but the question that I would ask is how much is that property, that asset, paying me every single month? That's why I love multifamilies. That's why I love, um, really, you can't, the business model doesn't really work in New York City or Jersey because property taxes are so high. But if you can get multifamilies in in New York or New Jersey, you' straight. So I, I look for those areas where I'm. I can whatever whatever I can own pays me every single month. Mm. You know. So now, would you I'm,
3: recommend a person that lives in New York try to find property maybe down south somewhere? Or
1: 100. percent. Like if you can't if you can't own a multifamily, if you can't get income producing property in New York or New Jersey, you got to go where you can mm-hmm. get multi you gotta get or, or yeah. single families. Even yeah. in the Midwest, you can have you. Can because the taxes aren 't as high, right, right. right. and then um, another another thing is that once you do that it's really all about you know uh, don 't give away like most black families that that, that i 've seen that have come to me, it starts like this. they have an uncle, they have a, a grandparent that passes away, grandparent passes away. first thing they want to do is sell a sell a house, tap into the equity. To me, that's the wrong move. What you really want to do is figure out the same way your grandparent saved and, and earned and, and handed over this house to you, how could you turn that into cash flow? Because if you get enough cash flow, you don't have to literally have a job anymore. Mm-hmm. You If you want to, you know, if you it's not wrong with having a job, but to me, it's like I, my time is more valuable than that.
3: Well, can I you be know? real, real practical mm-hmm. about it? Like, so say your grandfather, your uncle from somewhere that you don't know left this house, right? You don't really have cash. The house is... You know, and just not disrepair, but it's a little rundown. You're going to need some money to get it to a position where you could actually rent it out or make money from it. Like, What could
0: you do to be able to find that funding to invest into the refurbishing of the house to even make it even more livable or give it that equity that you want? So eventually you could, you know, if you wanted to sell it. You
1: know? Well, number one, what we do is is like Jim was saying before, like, right? does the house have equity? If it has enough <clears> equity <throat> into it, you can get a loan against the house. If not, you can get a, a, a loan, you can come to us, you can get a loan based on your credit. One of th- one of the reasons why I say, you know, bring your credit score to seven twenty is because you need credit. You gotta have credibility, right? Right. So seven twenty is considered good credit. So if you get 720, lock it, and but live exclusively through your business, your LLC. So that you, means you we say lock, lock it, it. What you mean lock it? What I mean when I say lock it is don't use it,
2: right? So basically don't do that it. rule. Don't use, you use your lose, personal credit. Don't use right? your per- business credit. Yes, do, do everything with business credit. Do
1: everything through your business So no credit. more
2: just running stuff on so your that's not So li- that's not liable on your personal credit. Is what you're
1: saying Right It's not liable to your personal credit Mm. um, At all Right So basically And you can have multiple You can have 10, 20 businesses You know We talk all the time Donald Trump has over 500 LLCs It's not a mistake that he has over 500 LLCs He's leveraging his opportunity To get more credit And more and, and, And basically That is to me That's the key It's all about how much debt That you can get without without taking on enough risk for your personal, personal credit, self, yeah. you know? And that's exactly. that's it,
3: you know? So. But a lot of times when you borrow money, right? The people who give you the money, they have a little bit of control, you know, over the product and what they want to see done to it. So a lot of times people don't want to give up equity or anything like that because they want control over what they're doing.
1: hundred percent, right? But it becomes a thing where you have to build... And you have to basically so say, "I'm a, I'm a right? good risk," right? Mm-hmm. So, as the bank, the bank makes money through lending. So, if they don't lend, if they don't, if they don't do loans, they they're not making money. So, there's an incentive there for you to have good credit. There's yes. an incentive there for you to have a business that has some assets that also has good credit, mm-hmm. you know. And that's how. The system works, you know, and that's how that's what we need to understand when we talk about the language of money, how there's power in having an LLC, there's power in not utilizing your personal credit. You know, like like I said before, like when when Jeff Bezos, when when as the CEO and and founder of Amazon, when Amazon needs money, Jeff Bezos doesn't sign his name on the on the note. Right. He doesn't do that. Right. What he does is use the leverage of the company. And that's what we have to do in our community is build our companies up and then leverage the equity that we build up in our companies to get more money to scale.
0: That's what it's all about, like growing to scale, because that's Mm -hmm. where you really start to make an impact on the community. Mm -hmm. But like, what if somebody was looking to get into this and they didn't have, you know, they didn't have access to money? Like I live in Texas where I know that there's a great rate on like tax liens. I think like. You know, I started looking at that. Like, mm-hmm. if you go into the tax lien business or maybe even wholesaling, mm-hmm. like, how did, what's like kind of the entry level, you know, or the you know, lowest points of entry to get into the real estate market or investing? So, where you could start building money and then building equity and be able to buy more house, homes, or buy more debt and flip mm-hmm. it. And because that's what I see no, some people have to do, it just starts
1: somewhere. It is. And, it, and there's nothing new under the sun. Like, it's all done. And one of the things that I think is really key that, We have to look at real estate, especially if you're creative, especially if you're an artist, right? And you don't really have a a strong business background, right? Because most of our parents, they don't teach Mm -hmm. us this. But one of the the best ways to create wealth is through real estate. Now, what I've been doing in the past, I would say since COVID, because since the moratorium happened, right? Moratorium is basically the government doesn't allow landlords to evict tenants, right? It's illegal to do it through the moratorium. From Since it's been proved unconstitutional but the courts are backed up. So so tenants are basically living rent-free. But what's happening is lots of landlords aren't paying their mortgages. And because they're not paying their mortgages, they're not paying their taxes. And it's every single state that's been like this spike, this increase. So what I've done, I started in uh, Florida. I went to Polk County. We bought uh, just for $500, right? And that is this key. $500, I bought uh, a parcel of land, one for 550 I bought another parcel of land. So, two parcels of land. Those, that so piece. For $1,000. Right. For $1,000, $1, I bought 000, two parcels yeah. of land yeah. in Florida, Polk County, right? That land itself is worth over $8,000 a piece, right? Mm-hmm. I only pay 500 It's a tax lien, right? Over the counter. Florida's a tax deed state. So, what they do is they'll foreclose. The county would foreclose. And for $500, you know, I'm. Basically has have a property that's worth eight thousand, not a lot of money, but there's an ROI on that, right? Mm-hmm. So going along that, I went and I was like, you know what? Let me look at other states, Mississippi, because I had to get out of get out of Jersey, get out of New York, Mississippi, another deed state, the poorest state in the country, right? right. Lots of um, you know, lots of land, lots of foreclosures and things like that going on. I bought sixteen liens. All wow. under thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but they're two houses now houses in in Jersey and New York three hundred four hundred thousand dollars. these houses worth thirty and forty thousand but for, I paid a, I paid sixteen thousand dollars I got sixteen houses, and each one of those houses is worth about thirty and forty thousand tremendous ROI wow. that opportunity is existing. so to answer your question, the layperson, a person with five hundred dollars find out where there's opportunity for you to go get these liens. Find it. I, me personally, I would look at a deed state, a state that will foreclose for you so you don't have to go get an attorney to foreclose right. and then focus on like over the counter. Because when you focus on over the counter deeds, you can pick, pretty much just find, you know, Polk County had 18,000 properties, 18,000 properties and half of them didn't even get bid on. So the opportunity is there. Wow,
2: that's crazy.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd say another thing, you know, our community
2: overlooks every week for the next
4: (laughs) year. Yeah, I I would say another thing our community overlooks, like I come from a big family. KG Mm. has a big family. We realize and his brother does real estate as well. We realize amongst our family members, you may have. 20 people between the two families paying rent, maybe even 30 people mm. and 30 people paying an average of 1700 a month in renting. Mm-hmm. So I know what you're saying. For the average layman, it's like, damn, I'm minimum wage or I'm just trying to get by. I'm struggling to make rent. I may not have the credit to get into the game. How do I do it? Sometimes the best way, and a lot of us don't like it, the best way is through family members. At some way, you have to figure out two or three or four family members who you wouldn't mind living with. That's a three-family house. It's a four-family house. If you're able to bust down that mortgage, now you're in the game. Right. If you're able to share that amongst your family members, you're going to save on your what would be market rent. And now you have surplus to move forward. So a lot of times we can't get along with each other to cut that cost. But next thing you know, 30 people are paying like $50,000 per month in rent. And it's just money going out the window. Money mm-hmm. going out the window. Literally.
3: That's like a, a commitment, though.
4: It's not a commitment. No, I'm You have saying, to pay it anyway.
3: Yeah, but to overlook whatever little discrepancies you have with your family and say there's a bigger picture at play. But how big it's is your sacrifice. family?
2: You could go to and, and that's, that's, two or three of your favorite family members. Because- people from other walks of life they do, like, do shit like that all, all the all time the yeah all like uh, in all texas
0: this. like you know my my girlfriend will tell me like across the street from her mother's house is a, a mexican family and there's like eight people living in it. They got like seven cars outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, you got
2: all these cars, like, why don't they and just they go move, move somewhere? They but they all bought in bank for the next two years and then they all gonna buy separate houses and everybody exactly. be living in yeah. yeah. So all those it's houses be next to each
4: other and like, yeah. you know. And that's the play. It's not permanent, is 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 temporary. Yeah.
3: So let me ask you from in your experience, how long does it take for people who are uneducated financially, right? Bad credit, all that type of stuff. So say so you're starting out 500, Mm -hmm. sub-500, ruined your credit. You went through college. You did all of this. You ruined your credit, everything. How long does it take to make up that learning curve before you're like in a really good position to do something, on average, would you say?
1: So the thing is, is is credit is just a tool. It's another tool, right? So there's people out there that can fix your credit in two weeks, three weeks. It's Mm -hmm. it's possible, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not what I do personally, mainly because credibility (laughs) is... You know, the other part of credit is credibility. Like, you need to have the credibility to do bigger deals. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to be a millionaire, you need to, people need to be able to trust you Mm -hmm. to say, well, look, this person has a 20, 30, 40-year history Mm -hmm. and, you know, they don't have any late pays, they don't have any defaults, they don't have a bunch of people chasing them for money. Mm -hmm. You know, like, me personally, I do real estate deals. Like, we we buy apartment buildings right now, right? Literally 100 unit, 200 unit apartment building. I'm not going to do a joint venture with somebody that, that, you know, somebody's chasing for credit. Like, they're not paying a $200 bill. Like, mm-hmm. we talking about a $5 million deal here, you know, but that $200 mm-hmm. is going to stop you from doing a much mm-hmm. bigger deal because Shit. you in trouble, then they're going to come
2: after me as a partner. Right, right now, I don't know what. I think it was, I think a couple of years ago when I was at one of these basketball games, I had tore my shoulder up. I was out of town, and, and I guess I want the ambulance. Some kid, mm-hmm. I did not realize it. not too long ago. I wanted to go buy a property. So my credit was like six. I'm like, what? And then they pull it. They like three hundred eighty dollars.
3: Like, I'm like, I don't even
2: know what the fuck this shit is. But it's right. like they yeah. you did. You're but like yeah. that quick. Some so small. Like how you looking like you a pooper out here? Like, man, you don't even. Yo, I see. That's a lot
0: of people like that though. That just have those negative credit yeah. marks. Like, a hundred dollars. You don't, be, you don't
4: realize build. it. So yeah, yeah. yeah, like yo, jam you up, jam mm. you up. And but I think I think see. A lot of people think with success and with money, it's a fast track to it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of this stuff is discipline, right? Mm -hmm. How many of us know we have these little nagging bills, stuff that's in the way? Ah, that could wait. Mm -hmm. That could wait. Mm -hmm. How many times do we see our best friends, ourselves, neglect this stuff? And all it does is compound and accumulate and Mm -hmm. people are calling your phone and all it takes is a little discipline to address it, clean it up. And now you move forward. But people don't do that. And then in the back of their head, I can't get credit or I can't get into my first home because I know this stuff is lingering. But the discipline is go clean it up. Clean yourself up. You can't go to work every day smelling like crap without getting in the shower. You got to clean yourself up to, to be presentable, to get in the game.
3: I think we saw this with this COVID pandemic, right? And a lot of businesses were trying to get money and couldn't Mm -hmm. couldn't access the funds. One, because they weren't, you know, really doing things through a bank. They didn't have good bank relationships. And secondly, they didn't have their paperwork in order, right? They didn't have their business Mm -hmm. in order. Mm -hmm. And so it's like in a time of need, you're not even like...
2: But it's crazy, because when you feel... Will you figure out really how easy it is to correct these things? Exactly. Right? Yeah. You're like, why exactly. did I do that like, and I called, I was mm-hmm. going through trying to call people to fix it, and my partner, Punk was like, You, you know, you're experiencing them. I'm like, I felt like I was in a commercial, like, <laughs> Bitch, what you mean, experience? Like, dude, what are you talking about? And I, I do that shit myself right now, and I make the call. Give me 20 minutes, that should would be all like, yeah. but you won't know how easy. That is to really work on your credit, get it back until you actually do it. Or to have somebody to school you to the game. Yeah, it's it's like really that.
0: easy. Like you could do it. I mean, everybody says, "Oh, you could do it yourself," but it takes that time where you get frustrated. Because for me, I would go through and like I remember so many, like a few times, I would like give money somebody like mm-hmm. seven hundred mm-hmm. here, twelve hundred there, like to fix my credit and this then a third. And then I finally realized what they were doing, and I was like, "Wow, man, anybody like, can do Just do it. Doing- that's it. Just yeah,
2: writing right. letters just, and just stuff like letters. that. So, mail. I got 200 <laughs> right now. Because sometimes you don't you don't right want to see
3: it on paper. You don't want to see how bad you look on paper. Like that's scary. It
2: it
1: is, but it's like, yo, you that's you, that's part of the education. Just being financially literate. But the other thing people don't know is that yes, you got your your three big credit bureaus, but when you dispute something that's on your credit, they go to what's called like tertiary and secondary sources to mm-hmm. to var- to validate that information. Mm-hmm. So if you have something you can you can also go to those sources and and stop them from collecting data on you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're aware of that, right? Mm-hmm. So once the the credit bureaus can't validate it, they can't keep it on your credit report. So there's tricks along the way that mm-hmm. that you you know, you need to know you know, how to, how to get all of these things removed from your credit, especially if you have really bad credit. You know, you really need to figure out how to, how the, systematically, the systematic way of going about to get it how, removed. How
2: long have you been doing
1: this? I've been doing what, but as real a estate. real estate, I've been doing real estate over 20 years now. You know what Yo. I'm saying? Like, it's been, it's been something like originally. Like, when, when, I, I,
0: when I met yeah. this guy, like, and this is crazy, like, I was like, I think we were with, I was, I was working with Royce 5-9. He just got signed to Columbia and you had the deal at the Columbia and I met you and you had a Marie, you know, so like you was the executive producer and had the production company and stuff like that. So that's a a while ago. But I want to know, like, what was the spark? Like, what was the moment that you were like, I'm doing something else and this is what I'm doing? Because. Having an artist on a major label that reached some level of success, people say, I'll double, I'll triple down in it. You know. Mm-hmm. And you can speak to this too, Vinny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Jim too. You know what I'm saying? You're in the music business. You know The money's coming. You see the opportunity there. It's like, okay, I had this kind of artist or I had this kind of deal. I could replicate it. I could find success again. But you were just like, nah, let me just go here and have been have more levels of like much more level of success than now mm-hmm. than what you're doing then
1: yeah for me it was like um i was in the music industry but i was struggling for so just to get a break for so long just to get an opportunity then when we got a six figure check from sony i just had seen so many artists along the way Blow their money, right? Get that first check, and you know, did something stupid, whatever. Buy cars, whatever. So I all all along when I knew I was I was gonna get a check, I basically said I'm gonna find something. The real estate was it for me. So I went and I bought my first property. I still got that property till today, oh, yeah. and and you know it's crazy because I, it was a six unit, right? I bought a six unit in uh, in North New Jersey, mm. um, and. From
0: and
1: that, that was like what, with like ninety early two thousand. I paid one thirty for it, right? Wow. Pay one thirty for it. Today, that property <clears throat> is worth over seven hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know what I'm saying? In Newark, you know, and it to me, it's like when it, when it was rough, when times was rough, I was getting income from that, and that helped me get through whatever whatever I was going through. And I to the to the point where is when I built up equity in it, took that money out, bought more, you know, bought more and more real estate. To me, it was about cash flow, so that was my plan.
3: Was it scary when you bought your first one? Did you feel like this is like a big deal? It It, it really
1: wasn't scary for me because um, at the time, it was like that was what I always wanted to do. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to not just like I didn't really care about being flashy or, or doing anything. I just wanted the income because I knew that I had to live. I had to, you know, I don't want to be forced to go get a job or what, you know what I'm saying? So, I knew that that without that income, it wasn't going to happen. I'd probably be in somebody's, you know, somebody's office in a cubicle. You know, just that, that's just not me. You know, nothing wrong with that, but I just, that was the most, that was the fear that was in back of my head that was like, yeah, this is what I got to do. So, every money, every big check that I got subsequently, I was buying assets. Mm -hmm. Assets that paid me to own them. You know, and that was the To me, the science behind really getting to the point where, you know, you can be a multimillionaire, you can, you know, write your own, do whatever you want, write your own ticket. If you want to go give back your time, you can do it now. And that's what, you know, as a professor, that's what I do right now is I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I want to help people, help the younger generation see that there's many different ways and and things. And and how are
0: the kids, uh, the students adopting to this?
1: it's tough because because twenty year old now twenty year olds now they 're different right they don 't want to work for a company for thirty years, mm-hmm. so they are looking for that way in which they can still take their time and turn it into money right so and with the advent of technology um, you know i'm surrounded by a tremendous amount of creative energy so there's lots of creativity that they have these great ideas and they're looking for People to fund, or or they're looking for um, just the opportunity to scale. That's that's ultimately what it is. Like putting out something. Like I know a cat is in our class right now, young young man. He's made some money off of sneakers. Just doing down in down in Morehouse, and he just started. Just you know, he was a sneakerhead, but he made a whole business off of that. You know, and not too long ago, you know, he started another business as an entrepreneur. They just did it right up at him on in Black Enterprise. Mm. So to see those stories and to see kids that are that are like the next generation put it together, to me, that's the most fulfilling. Well, you know, let,
0: the, the, I want to jump in, and because uh, you know, my favorite topic, you know, these days is technology. Mm. You know, and like, it, and it's everybody here at the table. Like, Jim has invested heavily in the cryptocurrency with his own coin. Kia and I, we're delving into this metaverse and NFT space, you know, and we're starting to see that people are like more open, like right now, more open to technology. And you, you, let's talk about money app, which is fintech, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, what is that? What is that? And how is that going to serve the people? Like, are you taking all this knowledge that you have? Because you dropped a lot of knowledge here, but Mm -hmm. is that all encompassed in the app?
1: Like, What is it like? A hundred percent. So the. What we want to do is just do something different, like do something different than what's out there in the marketplace. One of the things that banks don't do is they don't show you how to build wealth, Mm -hmm. right? So what we want to do is take banking and democratize it to the point where it gives you access to capital, right? Shows you ways in which you can take $500 and make money off of it. Banks don't show you how to do that. What they do is they're just happy with you putting making a deposit and keeping your money there and they make interest off your money. But what we do is we basically bring you through a process that a lot that gives you access to not only loans and lending, but it it I mean, we're doing stuff like re, you can do car refinance. Like if you have a, a car, the same way you refinance your house, you can refinance your car, pull money out, right? Out That's your
2: car? Re, car refinancing, right? So, it. so <laughs> it's my, my Ben's <laughs> buck fifty. You telling me you're gonna refinance, refinance the loan that car. I just took out for 100.
1: That's 100 hundred. How the
2: fuck does that work for my? Like, what do you mean? What that <laughs> car <come> are <laughs> you taking out? Like how? Like so, what, how does it you, work?
1: It, it's the same way a house would do it, right? The same way you would refinance your house. It's refinancing your car. So the Getting you baby of the payments you put on that motherfucker. You right. So the, so the value of your car, and then let's say so you, the car is one fifty. Right. Car is one fifty, and let's say you owe 100 on it. Right okay. you refinance you can either pull out you can basically lower your payments number one if you have payments, right it can lower your payments, interest rates have been falling, so there's, there's always that that option now, typically, what most banks do to do car loans, they chart if you have a four year old car loan, you're still getting a a, a, high, a much higher interest rate, right We're able to basically see where there's opportunity and evaluate and, and basically put money in your pocket. that's basically the bottom line.
2: You. By cutting your costs on your car.
1: That's, that's one way, right? Definitely one way. I would way. just
2: lower my payment
1: you can you <laughs> <could my> <laughs> you know had to. Right, I mean? but some people own their cars free and clear, right? Some people just, and they need money, right? Another mm-hmm. thing that we do that other banks won't is for every LLC that you have, we can get you $50,000 of business credit that's not attached to your personal credit profile.
2: That sounds amazing.
1: And why, why is 50000 such I, I sound a, a big like, thing? That
2: sounds like something I need for the bodega right now. That's what I'm trying to say. I need to hear shit like this so I don't yeah, have to right, dip right. in my own pocket to finance this bodega that I'm about to go on business with in Harlem. And it ain't going to take too much money. And I got some LLCs. Well,
1: that's it. That's, that's part of what it is. Like we want to We want to show people how to take your business and make your business be the source of everything you well, do, you right? Use me. This. Use me. That's <laughs> <an example laughs> Show me. Exactly. Well, we we'll don't have to show you. Vin can tell you because Vin came to us as a, as a client too. So yeah. he can tell you about your experience I did. with that. I did.
4: You um, know, because you know, I run my online shop. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's Naughty by Nature's online shop, but I opened up Uncle Vinny Productions when I started rocking with them. Opened up my business credit line and I basically licensed Naughty by Nature's online shop uh, from them. And I'm running my business through Uncle Vinny Productions. So the business credit is going, line of credit is going. I don't have to use my personal, you know, credit. And we're scaling. And then the money that I'm investing in, I'm able to run off of Shopify, show my Shopify numbers, and now I'm scaling my global worldwide licensing deals. Mm. You see? So that's the way it works. And really, that's why I partnered up with um, Money Ave, showing people how to bank. And I think, Jimmy, in our, you know, in our industry, we have tons of people who are making off the books money. But they're afraid to put that money into real play. Mm. Like my girl, she's a bartender. Crushes
3: them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: How much money can you fit under the mattress, you and you're right. afraid but, to
2: move it? So you say the money under the mattress. So this is what I tell all the niggas I know. With this cryptocurrency, is very important. You familiar with you? You very versed in crypto. So I, I try to. So I gotta. Eight, uh, uh, crypto ATM machine businesses, and this is one of the best things I could use, the best tools I could use to hit my niggas on how to diversify their money at the least bit. Because like you said, you put your money into the bank, you put ten thousand in, the bank, you make ten cent on it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Ten ten cent on ten mm-hmm. thousand, right? right? Some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Now, that same ten thousand, you put that into. Just ATM crypto machine and tap on Bitcoin or tap on Ethereum. Now that ten thousand is gonna make an average of seven percent on that ten thousand every year, or whatever dollar you put in that, which is sitting under your bed right now, accumulating number of dust. And you won't get and a dollar on And of you. because mm-hmm. of inflation. Inflation mm-hmm. is going sky and, high. And that seven percent is a low number because if one of them things, Ethereum, Bitcoin, catch a, 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 a rise, then mm-hmm. just seven percent or something that you're not doing nothing with. Like you're not even. Mm-hmm. You don't even. You, you, now imagine teaching them that, then teaching them how to go even further and Cardona and show them how to diversify and put money on these things that are rising rapidly and turning ten thousand into sixty thousand in thirty days and. You, you um, that's number no, This right. is what, what I, this is what I've been trying to hip A lot of the people that I'm closest to, and the people in the culture, and people in the hood, to because we always the last to know all these things about this financial literature. Right. That you're nah, just it, it's, about. it's
1: big, Jim. And I, first of all, I want to commend you on what you're doing because I did. I, I happened to hear you talk about that, and I was just like, yo. I think personally, what need what needs to happen in that space is that the education component of it too, but also how do we work together. Right? Because that's the missing component. Unless unless it's like this community engagement mm-hmm. that people can really just come together and, and invest in ourselves, right. invest in, like, there needs to be, a, a, whether it's a coin or whatever, like, somebody has to be the gold standard to step out mm-hmm. there. And I think it's just so many shit coins. I mean, that's, that's literally what's going on. We don't know who to trust.
3: Right. You know?
1: So, that's what goes that's on a lot. in
2: our culture, there's a lot of selfishness going on. So, we have the power to turn anybody's coin into real money overnight. So I got a coin, roughly at a cent right now. We didn't rose to two cent. Mm-hmm. Ethereum went up and went back down we back. down to like mm-hmm. a cent, a little bit over a cent, which mm-hmm. is real money, mm-hmm. right. actually a cent. But we have some of the most powerful influencers in the world that I even know and shit like that. For them to even mention a coin and mm-hmm. slowly take it up to five cent, and it makes you know it's 20 cent. Next thing you know, everybody that made a shitload of money mm-hmm. off of us alone is talking about it like anything else, like a piece of art that the people of other walks of life talk about. And now all of a sudden this art went from 10,000, now it's 1.2 because this person said, oh, this artist is the best artist I've seen in the past 15 years. And now this fucking painting is shot up. It's the same thing, the same power we have inside this industry, but we always seem to relinquish our power to the other walks of life that use us for our influence instead of us Mm -hmm. using it for ourselves. It never works.
4: But you know what, Jim? I always say the glass is always half full because I commend you, too, on going hard out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just trying your best to explain what crypto is, the metaverse. And, you know, you have to lead by example and eventually they'll come. And this is what happened with me. You know, traditionally, I've always invested in real estate and or my business itself, because it's definitely positive cash flow. I've never really played in the stock market. I had much money in the stock market, but with crypto, I understand it. And I'm like, if I miss those plays, the dot-com booms and all of that stuff, now in the last, what, since 2017, I've been in crypto. And I've seen my money grow exponentially without even taking too much of a risk and where where the, the game is right now, it'll never go below really where I got in at, you know? Right, so right. I encourage a lot of our young people and just a lot of our peers you don't have to bet the house on it no, take a don't. couple of hundred dollars take it money out. you would trick off in the and club with you go in a club and bust down yes. and get a few bottles with your people yes. you can put two hundred three hundred dollars yes. and buy some coin and get in yes. so let me ask a question
2: Once you figure that shit out that two three hundred dollars gonna turn into two three thousand dollars I'm about yeah. to put five thousand this yeah. thing. Let me dump a little more <laughs> dump a little so more so
3: let me ask yesterday UM right, United messages just announced that they partnered with Coinbase and they're gonna start or have the option to pay the artists with crypto crypto, crypto, right it's genius how should these artists right like approach that like what's the benefit how can they actually like use this leverage it up
4: i would i would say this they first of all they'll they'll pay out fractionally you could determine if you have a hundred dollar check i could put twenty dollars give me twenty dollars in crypto give me eighty dollars in cash cash. i'm cool i could have any variation Mm -hmm. of that And then you have to study the coins because a lot of this stuff is education and they say you never stop learning. So I don't care what degrees you have. This world is moving fast. Trust me, I'm in a hundred Discord servers that's learning every day. So Mm -hmm. the education never stops. You have to inform yourself on some of the best coins. And I think for a lot of artists, Ethereum is a safe one, Bitcoin is a safe one, but Ethereum has that practical use because a lot of NFTs are yes, built off different. of it. Yes, so yes. if I were an artist and I was receiving royalties with United Masters, I'd say, give me $30 in Ethereum. Right. Give me the rest in cash. And then I can Let take me see that, what this Ethereum thing is. Oh, like. then you have, I would take.
2: My- I would take a third. Well, see, I'm knowledgeable about it. So, right. It's if different, you're scared. You know what I mean, like, if you're scared, yeah. yeah but yeah. if I would take a third, <laughs> like, pay me a third in crypto. You heard? And I'll It don't matter. Yeah. Okay. It did. It wouldn't matter at that point. I'll probably take it in Ethereum or take it in Bitcoin. Something that I know is is not gonna go nowhere. Definitely I like that stable, bitch. Yeah. If I don't wanna use it no more. I freeze that bitch and mm. put it to the side. Mm. And when I'm ready, I use some of that shit to start di- 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 diversifying and shit like that. I right, give me some of this Cardona. I right, give me some of this. You dig? Mm. Let me go and start surfing and start mm. learning more about. What's hitting, and plus, it's like, man, you use a click of a button, you can learn so much shit about the crypto. But one thing I would tell them people is before you get paid in crypto, you need to learn about crypto.
0: Exactly. Facts. Right. Mm.
1: Facts.
0: You definitely have to learn. And, like, you know, because, like, you know, I was early to crypto, you know, and I, I kind of stumbled on it by accident. But once I got in it, it was just like, you start to, you, even though you feel like I don't know the technology Eventually you start to learn When you start to apply it mm-hmm. When you start to play with the money When you start to look at Different cryptocurrencies When you start to go Wow, like Okay, what is this cryptocurrency Related to? Okay, what does it does? What was it built on? Like, what's the coin value? Did mm-hmm. they IC, When did the ICO? Like, mm-hmm. what was their ceiling? Like, what is the market cap Of this company? Wow, versus this company It seems like this market cap Is a little bit more stable I'm going to put some money here Or this one's growing In a certain percentage And then it feels like How when I was a kid, I used to look at the back of the newspaper and see all the stock quotes and look at it like, "Yo, it looks like Chinese to me." But now I can understand this one, so it's like the same thing. You just always have to be open to learn. And in the past, those doors were closed to us because you Mm. had to get a Series Seven, you know, to really start trading. You know, Mm. you had to be with a broker who would take all these crazy fees. It wasn't this. It wasn't this. It wasn't the freedom of technology anymore. It's very transparent, and now we're moving decentralized. So. It's even a more freedom that we have that we've never had before, but yet, and still the, responsi- the responsibilities on you individually to learn because yeah. you'll get passed up yeah, and it will only see. be your fault. And, like I'm you said, like you've missed, you passed the dot com bubble. Like Some people have missed on crypto the first wave and the second wave, and they, they saw Bitcoin crash and they're like, oh, yeah, it was over. And now it's back at the same
2: point. I mean, Bitcoin's a little bit. How to get involved? with You could buy a bit piece of it, but I would yeah. encourage people to really stick with Ethereum, like you were saying right now, because that's mm-hmm. pretty much going where Bitcoin was at. Like, was it at thirty five hundred some shit? Like, right yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. I remember clearly years back, somebody yeah. like, yo, you need to buy a couple of Bitcoins. That shit is three thousand right now. Like, <clears throat> I'm saying, people that brought a few Bitcoins at back three thousand is yeah, yeah, stacked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up right
0: now, and Ethereum mm-hmm. is even. It, I feel like Ethereum is even bigger than Bitcoin because building on NFTs, you have a whole platforms, mm-hmm. you know, where the NFT has its own value, but it's all built off Ethereum blockchain. So you're like, it makes sense because you have more of an incentive to put money into Ethereum. You know, I, that's I, thing. I did what a fucking, so- well, but,
2: but not a, not a. I did a I did a, my, I did a personal audit yesterday, a personal crypto audit. Like, let me see what the fuck is going on in here, right? Because I don't never any money I've made in it. I or I just leave it there. I don't look leave at it. it. Yesterday, I, I I blew my fucking mind yesterday. After I paid out a <laughs> hundred some k, I was just like, so I paid hundred k and this. Dilla's mind's like, get the fuck out of here! Like, I didn't even know that all this money was sitting in my computer. Like, what this shit is in the computer? Like, I just, I'd be laughing. Like, there's no way all this money's just sitting right here in this fucking. <laughs> what do you right mean here. you paid out? You had to pay bills or you? All right, so I, I, I got a partner and shit like that. So use advertisement dollars. We use uh, different shits to really help me out with how, with all our stuff to help me with diversifying and shit like that. So I pay out. 10% here to my partner, 10%. So after okay. I'm saying, after I paid okay. out right. what I need to certain people and shit like that, I was still left with this so much fucking money that it's kind of blew my mind. And it was like, yo, I'm really only spending 4% of my time on this shit.
1: Right.
2: Like literally, like and mm-hmm. it's, n- as knowledgeable as I may be at it and people seeing like, I really don't know too much because it's that extensive. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So and I'm like, changing if, every if I spend mm-hmm. 10% of my time, I probably stop... I probably would just, just so this now my partner stays on the computer for 28 hours a day, my brother. Like he don't sleep. Right. And I'll be like, yo, you burnt out. Like, why is you all like what? Yo, you you, you you drinking Red Bulls every second, like yo. But yeah. now I see why he's fucking rich like that. Niggas fucking loaded, like low <laughs> dead, Right, Right, right. He's watching those candles. <laughs> bro, like yo, bro. He's like, yo. So and I'm like, this shit is so for. It to be so extensive is room for everybody, every one of the people that look like us to learn about it and make some money aside from what they used to their real, jobs and their top. nine to fives. And not saying real that top. we don't need that, but this can help you. This can add to mm-hmm. everything we've learned to do systematically. Like nigga, you go to work, you get a nine to five. Now there's a chance to show people how to add s- some money to that nine to five. To show you what a little bit of life is like because everybody I know been. Never had these opportunities. Real estate, is for the few in the hood that kind of say I'm mm-hmm. doing real estate. Other than that, besides selling drugs, there wasn't really too many options mm-hmm. in the hood to show people how to make some money. Right? That's there wasn't. fact so,
3: selling drugs, really. I'm sorry, but I told you we was going to run out of time. I told yeah. you it was okay. never... I, I told you it was almost, not... Gonna, car yes, hit, car service yes, yes, you have like I want to give you the one market. minute to say the one thing you got but to you say got to wrap it up. Yeah. We got the I info, know, but I he got to catch a I flight. I want to
2: talk to you yeah. about that
3: bodega business. I got, yeah, I yeah, got yeah.
2: LLCs. I need to get that 50000 to put it into the revamp of that bodega. Let's do, <laughs> Let's do it, her. Right. do it. Nah, right. I like that talk. So, this is, your, this is this yeah. your
3: last minute before, because I want to make sure you get your flight. Right. And, you know, thank you for your graciousness and waiting for us. But let us, you know, take us out.
1: Oh, yeah, your socials, everything. Plug yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so you can follow me in social at uh, A. Donahue Baker, A-D-O-N-A-H-U-E Baker on all platforms. Instagram, I'm on a lot, but I'm um, also got a YouTube channel. You can follow me there. Um, most importantly, definitely go to your app store, download Money app. By the time you uh, hear this, right, and y'all should be coming out soon, yeah. but by the time you see this, the app should be in full swing. We're going to be providing some tremendous value, right? If you're interested in building wealth, Definitely download The Money Ave app You can go to our website moneyav.com, And and check us Vin is going to be Rolling with us That's right Doing what we're going to do And we definitely Want to help people Creatives We want to help people That are are looking To get into real estate We want to help them Build wealth Right We want to give them Access to capital We want you To basically The the money that you have That you want to Dispend We want to show you How you can get involved In some things That you never thought You could Maybe the tax lien that we talked about show you how you can take 500 and buy a piece of land. That's worth a lot more than that, right? There's many different strategies. Find your bucket. Find your key. We talked about crypto. We got a crypto wallet that's coming out as well. That's fine. Um, that's You know, dope. we ran out of time, but there's so much that's stuff dope. to talk about.
2: Okay. So, wallet, and that's yeah. why. And Everybody the crypto wallet. If you want to learn about crypto, start with the crypto wallet. You got to go to Money right. Ave. Yeah. And that? that's
4: why, you know, I partner with um, Money Ive. So, I just want to be the evangelist to our community. Especially, Jimmy, all the strippers, the bartenders, <laughs> the party promoters. Because again, there's a lot of cash yes, that's yes. sitting off the yes. grid. Right. Yes. And you know- It ain't doing nothing sitting under the bed. That we can be circulating right. and recirculating. you can clean this money up. And I'm not talking about dirty money. I'm right. talking right. about good, honest, yep. hard working money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could clean this money up and you could put it in a different trajectory mm-hmm. And start using the money. Just don't sit on it, man. Because if you're sitting on this cash times inflation, especially what we'll be mm. faced with the next couple inflation of years, is crazy. inflation is going to kill the value of that money.
2: Yeah, 5% inflation right now, if you don't know, you dig? A 25 cent bag of chips is now a dollar. 50 cent bag of chips is now...
3: Inflation is, yeah. is real. Yeah, Gotta love Jim, man. He,
2: he's our <laughs> weatherman. He's
4: our financial <laughs> analyst. You
3: know?
4: He's the, the, the king of the streets. Yeah, all yeah. that, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, but this is dope what you're doing. But oh, like I said, i always be, been onto your business moves from reading the Source magazines back in the day. Way before we had Instagram and all that. And they was always pointing you out to be a businessman. And they talk about you. Different endeavors on the side as y'all started to you started to focus more on your business and shit like that. So I definitely tip my hat to you. Besides the legend you are and shit like that, yeah, admit, amen, amen, For people like us, but just to see you staying in the game and probably more relevant without people oh even my God. know how relevant you are. He just showed me his metaverse. Like, I wish we had don't person, get into it right
3: now. I <laughs> definitely yeah, want to connect, yeah. connect. with yeah. Shit,
2: I definitely want to connect with y'all. This is this has been a dope show. Like. Yo, very gave the people a lot of knowledge, and that's what we try to give them, let like them understand certain things that they didn't understand, but understand it in a way that they can understand. Uh, exactly. I
0: say when the, when the app comes out, let's let's really sit down again and let's go through the app. Go in, you yeah, know what exactly. you know? Exactly. I'm saying? like, look, yeah. you could take an LLC and pull fifty racks out. Oh my god, oh, we're gonna get to it. We're yeah. gonna get to it. This was a great episode. I mean, there was so many gems. Like wow, like pulling $50,000 out of an LLC so you could really jumpstart your business.
2: Definitely diamonds. It's a major had a lot of Definitely had a lot of diamonds. It was dope. Um, Always been a fan of Uncle Vin. Um, but just to hear the knowledge that both of them had today about business, about what you could do to add to your business, how you can mm-hmm. pull money from your business and the whole real estate story you had in 500 units is, is a lot of money. So it's let's impressive. just say he's getting $1,000 on each of those units. That's a half a million every month. He's making. Now right. let's just say that he's only making ten percent of that for his pocket every month. That's still fifty thousand dollars a month for his pocket, which right. is a half a million clean. Which we know it's way more than that. I'm just saying yeah. on a low scale because we all know that rent is not a thousand dollars on five hundred units. So that shit might be one point something million a month.
0: Right, and he's so like nonchalant Ooh. about it. And right. he, st- like he started
3: like very, low, like, like very, very low. Very very and okay. so I, I appreciate it because it makes it seem like it's actually attainable, right? Right? Definitely. It's doable. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. get money. I mean, people have a very weird relationship with money, right? right. Either like you're afraid of it or you're not. And right. when you're afraid of it, like I'm one of those people. Like, you know, it's it's a challenge for me. Like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to let it go. Right. But then it's like I know that I stop myself sometimes because I'm not making it work for me. Right. Right, because I just don't like being broke. So, like I been the person that's like I end up paying a late fee because I didn't want to part with the cash, nah. which is just like but counterproductive. That's what
2: has been talked about discipline. I, I understand discipline, definitely because yeah. I have no respect for money. I never had respect for money because the money don't make me. I know how to make money, and I always had that attitude. You dig? yeah. But I got to change my attitude. I need to be more responsible, like he said. He said he he's like
0: with five hundred dollars. He went and bought parcels of a land, right. and he said he bought two, and that's a $1,000 investment that wound up being worth like $8,000. Exactly. So that's $16,000
2: exactly. over $1,000. That's a pretty good profit. Yeah,
0: yeah man. I mean, and,
3: and that's not, his. he didn't even have to do anything so to it. So like
2: paid, it, it's his. He brought it off, off, off a off foreclosure. $500 right. is a wrap. He ain't got to pay nothing else. What's wow. that, $20 in taxes maybe a year? Yeah.
0: That's it. And you can go across the country and do that.
3: Right. And as sooner
2: or later, somebody's going to want that. It's gonna be a part of something. It might be a piece of land that's about to be part of a construction site. They're building a building. They need that little parcel. A gas station. Got, right.
3: It's
0: all type of yeah, shit. It could like Could be no. This is amazing show Dope, right now. Man. This Dope. is great. I'm well,
2: happy we're here. Mining diamonds once again. Mining diamonds. Nope.
0: We'll Check be us nice out. To
2: all of your business because we all, all about, about business.
0: business. That's it. And that's it. You know, check us out on Instagram, on Twitter. On uh, Twitter and Instagram is underscore mining diamonds. Uh, Instagram is underscore mining diamonds podcast. And also check us out on our Discord server, mining diamonds. We'll be Fine. there to talk to you and share information, insights, and come and say, hey, you never know. You might get a token if you join our Discord one day. You know?
3: I love that. Peace. Peace.